Welcome back, everybody, to Alness Podcast. You thought that you would got rid of us because there were no matches last week, but see, that's it's where well, you're we're wrong. Back. We're back. We never disappear, even if you want us to. We'll keep coming back. We're like, no, I don't want to describe us in comparison to those things. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> nah, those are the best unsaid. So, we had no matches last week, but we've got a bunch of matches coming up, as well as new patches, new maps, some news that's come out, and a bunch of fun stuff. So, we've got a... I wouldn't say it's like a lot to talk about, but there's a lot that could be said. So, it's probably best not to dilly-dally too long before, like, getting into it. uh, So, we're going to start with just news that's happened. So, some of this news regarding teams is actually, like couple weeks old but you know because the mid-season madness was going on we didn't want to talk about it because we were focused on matches uh so the first thing we want to start this is more recent uh john specter announced that there is no there are no plans for a third beta test for overwatch 2 so um it's just two months till the release that's it well and honestly like when I heard that, it wasn't a surprise. Like, in, in all their language leading up to this last beta, mm-hmm. like, I I was under the impression that there wouldn't be another beta afterwards, and that's why they were doing the packs that, like, uh-huh. it, it seemed like so much of this bit, last beta was focused on the October release yeah. that I kind of figured it would probably be the, the last one. So I think a lot of the disappointment that some people are having is mostly just, like, them misreading the situation mm-hmm. yeah i i that makes sense to me the only thing that that what makes me a little like interested in how things are going to work out because in with the first two betas those basically lined up with new patches coming for the overwatch league right so beta one and its end iteration was what we played kickoff clash on beta two and its end iteration are what we're playing mid-season madness uh summer showdown on uh, but midseason madness kind of had like bits of the ta- I don't know, but it's like that means that we're at least we're not gonna get a change at least between now and and countdown cup. But what's curious to me is that Overwatch Two releases the beginning of October, which is I think right in the middle of of countdown cup. Like so, countdown yeah. cup should pr- will probably be played on the same patch that Summer Showdown is on. But then, will the Overwatch League continue in its odd tradition of dropping major patches before playoffs? Because we know that the third, the new support hero, whether it's the Fox hero, whoever it ends up being, is supposed to be there at launch. So it's the question of, will the playoffs be played on the launch patch with a new hero? Yeah, I I think they will. And I I think it's pretty common for esports to you know, kind of want to liven things up before playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, you see that in League of Legends every time and stuff. Like, right before Worlds, they do huge patch changes. And and so I think it's likely that we will see the Fox this season um, of the Overwatch Shake League. Shake up the, at, the at playoff meta. Just to shake off the playoff. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, between the two uh, tournaments, like, between, like, after uh what is it the summer showdown? summer showdown yeah so i wouldn't be surprised if between summer showdown and countdown cup they did a balance patch just to kind of 
swap um, up the meta. I think the, see the problem with that though is they would have to that patch would be solely based off of professional play. Yeah, which which I think wouldn't be a bad thing to do. Well, it is, wouldn't be a bad thing, but the play. the play the league and and the Overwatch dev team haven't been ones to do that. Like even with Overwatch two. They haven't yeah, been but, making patch changes specifically for the league. I mean, you say that, and yet the the first kickoff clash was played on a a, a slightly different patch than anyone else ever played. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That, so I, so I think maybe since it's a dead period, was because like every other situation, there's always been a live game for them to pull yeah off of, whether it was the live beta or not mm -hmm. and so i think it you know it's likely for them to do something if it's a stale meta i i think it'll all come down to what teams are playing and if it becomes like the same team comp every every match yeah but, they'll um, give it a, a a chance to kind at of least i hope they do give it a um, feel yeah well, yeah. So that was that's stuff. the one the one piece of news we have in in terms of Overwatch two. Uh, but now we'll move over to some some team some team news. So the first thing we'll start with is the dumpster fire that is the New York Excelsior have released Kuki. Uh, so they are now without a head coach. I imagine that Gesture will be acting as head coach since he is one yeah. of the assistant coaches. I uh, I mean. Nothing against Kuki, but I mean this makes sense. I I think that this team has underperformed in like every way possible this season. Yeah. Like out of all of the teams that are performing poorly, New York is not the one, is of those group. New York is not the one we expected to be down there. Yeah, New York was a team that going into the season, a lot of people thought would be like a top four, top five team. I, you know, as far as I remember, and now they're looking like, you know, potentially this next split coming in as one one of the worst teams, probably a bottom two team, depending on. Yeah, and it's like we know that this team has like they they showed a few flashes of potential in in a midseason madness against like the Outlaws and the Fuel. Mm -hmm. But then they went back to their old weird ways. So I I don't know how this is going to affect the team. I mean, I I uh, New York has the players for it, but at this point they're halfway through the season and they only have one win to show for the players that they have. So I mean, at a certain point maybe we have to go, maybe the players aren't actually that good. But then they go and like do crazy things and then we're like, Well wait, I don't know. But at the very least, it, it was apparent that Kuki was not up to par on some things. And we even saw it last year with the Mayhem, when they kind mm -hmm. of just fell off a cliff after the May Melee. So I don't, uh, and I mean, I don't know if Kuki will get another shot at a head coaching gig in the league, because he's now had two seasons under his belt, both of which have been very on the lower end very of things. Subpar. So, I yeah. mean... I. Yeah, the teams are fun to watch. They had, but I, especially New York this year, I just don't think that they had the results that they were hoping for. So, I mean, yeah, and from a human perspective, it's always hard to you know see yeah. people go and stuff. But from a like fan of the the game, it's like watching a team be as miserably bad as New York has been this year. Yeah. It's like you need some sort of change, uh -huh. and. and you know, at, at some point you have to wonder, like, like someone has to take the blame. And if it's if 
the organization has deemed that it's a coaching issue and like this could be the change that they needed and and they could come back and and look okay the second season. I, I, okay. I think the se- I think the season's over for them. Like, well, like, I mean, see, I mean, I know there's the point reset and stuff. Well, but I think just in terms of for of- for teams like New York, Paris, um, and Titans, they're all fighting for like one spot realistically, yeah. and they're fighting for it alongside Boston and Washington. They're fighting for those ninth. They're fighting for ninth and tenth. And it's yeah. like technically none of those teams are out of the running because like Washington and Boston only have like like four or five wins like each. So if if one of the bottom teams is able to heat up, then they can maybe squeak out. But it's like it's even one. It, but the big thing is is okay. You get into the the play-ins for the um, playoffs and cool. How far do you, you reasonably uh... make it? <laughs> and and let's say you make it past first round. Oh my gosh, miracle run. Well, like you aren't making it past well, that. And you, it's like not there's, even there's it's, no... it's not even that. They have they would have to qualify for the countdown cup play-ins. They'd have to win the play-ins. So they they basically these lower teams are having to fight for spots 8 through uh, spots 7 through 10 just to get into the play-ins to then ho- try to win the play-ins just to get a bottom 2 seed in normal playoffs in which they'll probably just get booty stomped anyway. So, I mean, is the season, is the season mathematically over? No. Is the season practically over? Basically. Yeah. And, and like New York would be a cool team to watch turn, turn it around and, and kind of have a little bit of miracle run. Uh, but it's, but I don't think it'll ever amount to anything, Yeah, but, but you know, this could be good for the team going forward you know even past this season and plus it's like they're at one win halfway through the season if they can squeak out a few more uh-huh. like good for them good for new good york. for them good job new york um speaking of bottom tier teams uh the titans continue to make odd decisions with their roster so they released shockwave this was i think back the week of midseason, and it was yeah, it, it was a couple. It was, we- uh, it was a couple weeks ago. It was like three weeks ago. Uh, yeah. This was weird because Shockwave was definitely one of their better players, and and it was like them when when they didn't play him in that Justice match. I think that especially was really weird because they played Mirror instead, yeah. and Mirror had quite possibly the worst Genji performance I've ever seen on a singular map. So them releasing Shockwave is a bit odd, and then Shockwave himself even said, "Not my decision." So yeah. it's 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 clear that it wasn't mutual. They kind of just my went... guess. My guess is it wasn't an issue with his playing necessarily. It was probably something with attitude and him with the organization having some sort of issues. Because like, if you look at purely just like player skill, like I I don't think King is is an improvement. I don't know much about him, but Shockwave is a pretty solid player. I think. Yeah, I. I, It seems like the Titans just kind of made the decision that they don't need because I mean Shockwave was a hit scan player that then could play some projectile. So it's like Aspire was their tracer hit scan player, and then Shockwave was like hit scan primarily. But they've then they released Shockwave, but then as you said, they signed King, and King is a flex DPS player, so he plays Genji yeah. Echo Tracer. So he basically has like the same hero pool as Mirror, but I mean Mirror wasn't very inspirational. So I imagine are they gonna keep Mirror in like the tank role like they had been using him? 
because I it's like with the signing of King, if he like as a flex DPS player and he has Tracer in his wheelhouse, I don't know why you'd ever play anything other than just Aspire King. So Mir, mm. I'm I don't know where Mir would fit on this roster. I think King might be an upgrade in terms of flex ability because Shockwave on flex DPS like wasn't his his strength necessarily, so to speak. Whereas King is specifically a flex DPS player, so he. They yeah. get they get a little bit more with that. Will it help them get over the hump? I really don't know, but I, I, this could be the stage. Yeah, they've I gotta... feel I feel more optimistic about New York's change than the Titans' change. Honestly, uh, I, I, think... I think that New York and Titans are comparable because both teams started looking better last stage. And Titan, New York just kind of consistently just sucks, whereas Titans were showing improvement. And... Yeah, but I, I think this change on its own, like the releasing um, the coach versus releasing uh, releasing Shockwave, I, I think I, releasing Cookie is... Well, uh, for the Titans side of things, I think adding King helps more than we might think because Mirror was quite atrocious in that showing. So having yeah. a better DPS potentially, I mean, I'm, I don't know if yeah. if King will be I mean, better we'll than Mirror. We'll have to see how because if will. if That's if Mirror performs, thing. if Mirror performs how he should, if if Mirror had performed how he should have in that Justice match, Titans would have won that game. Like they would have won probably they would have at least made it closer in Circuit Royal. So I mean, it's interesting. Will it help the Titans do better this season? No, their season's we'll probably see. also yeah. over. So whatever. But let's get to teams that are you know their seasons aren't over. So first up is Hangzhou Spark. They release Lige, their secondary off tank. I think coming into the season, lots of people thought that Lige is it Lige Lige. I'm gonna say Lige. Uh, that Lige was. If it's Chinese, it's probably Liga. So Lige, I, don't know I think coming act. coming into the season, lots of lots of people thought that Lige was going to be the starting off tank over Bernard. But over the course of the season so far, Bernard has shown himself to be, you know, up to the par that needs to play. So. They probably just decided we don't need two flex tanks. I mean, most teams don't even need two tanks, you know. Yeah. So, and so I, I, I think I, this, this. I mean, this. This doesn't do sense. like any. This doesn't affect the Sparks' chances at all. The league wasn't no. playing at all. Will he get another chance in another team? Unlikely, but maybe he'll get a, a chance in contenders. That was it's just kind of an extra thing. This this release has no impact on literally anything. <laughs> But I would say that the biggest the biggest thing to run through the rumor mill in the last week that's really thrown some people for a loop was an article released by Halo saying that the Houston Outlaws are looking to offload. That is the word. It's your Houston Outlaws seek to offload Overwatch trio, in particular Pelican, Iris, and Piggy. Now, this was not met very well on Twitter. Uh, the article states that the Outlaws were trying to find people to potentially trade Pelican and Piggy specifically as a package deal. It doesn't really say much about Iris. Iris being yeah. involved in this doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because he's just kind of a third one. But it mainly speaks about Pelican and Piggy trying to trade. And it mentions that a key reason for the Outlaw looking to ship the three players, the source has noted, is Dante's wish to revert to his main DPS role. To which Dante on Twitter responded, What, lol, I don't care if I play DPS or tank, lol, I just want to win, stop spreading propaganda. Uh, and then Yiska had some things to add to this, Harsha did as well. Um, I, this, and then 
Halo doubled down saying he's never had so many sources report the same information as he had with this. And a lot of the community was like, Halo, what are you doing? And Halo has since said that he is stepping away from Overwatch League reporting as a result of this. Now, Iris aside, I don't know where Iris fits into all of this. It, like, it doesn't mention him much at all other than they're looking to get to trade him potentially as well. So it's like the Iris part, I'm not... Oh, I don't really know what to talk, but the Piggy and Pelican one is interesting. If this is true, and I don't imagine that either side is lying, like, I don't imagine that Halo was lied to by the sources, but I think it's wording. So it's like, I think it was it was either Harsha or Yiska that was talking. It's like, there was a different, you know, the Outlaws may have been asking other teams potentially, like, theoretically, would you be willing to take these players? Because... Well, and Plus, it's like, I feel like as an organization, you're always going to be wanting to look. Yeah, you're always going to be looking around. Yeah. And, and the Outlaws obviously have some holes in their roster, um, particularly in the tank position. In the tank they department, don't really exactly. Have. And so, you know, asking around to see if they can get something in, you know, like someone that can play some of those main yeah main it's like i i like, don't imagine sense. that they they haven't been but it was just worded and it seemed like dante was the reason it was happening and so it was kind of like both sides both sides were telling the truth but it was kind of weird wording and so it's like what was interesting though it's like i think for this the rest of this season i think the outlaws are fine because of just the way that the metas are shipping out and the way, like, I don't think that there's an immediate need, but I know that Yiska tweeted out that there's roster moves in the pipeline throughout the league that are already in prep for next season. And I think this, if this is a move that is actually happening, this would be one of those moves that is being made for next season. Because if you go into season six and the Outlaws still just have Piggy Dante, that's not a long-term solution because Piggy has yeah. not looked terribly great on the main tank options and his map win rate is not really good and dante can't play doomfist full-time it's like regardless if he's wanting to play dps or not it's like him playing tank is not a long-term solution yeah. they need a super they basically need a hyperflex tank like reiner like someone like smurf yeah who can and play I think all every the tanks. team kind of needs that yeah every team needs that and so, like, them trying to trade Piggy, because I imagine the Outlaws are not, they're probably strapped for cash. I mean, lots yeah. of teams are. I and mean, so, you're not, you yeah. can't sign a new tank without getting, you know, getting rid of Piggy. But the problem is, you got Pelican on the team. And why did Pelican come to the Outlaws? Oh, because he wanted to play with his best friend, Piggy. So, you can't trade Piggy away and then ask Pelican to stay when you're getting rid of his, the reason that he came to the team. And I would imagine that's why they're trying to tr to trade Pelican and Piggy as a package deal because Pelican only came to the Outlaws to play with Piggy. And yeah. I imagine that's probably why the Outlaws may not have a lot of suitors because who's going to want Piggy? Yeah. What Like, Piggy doesn't offer... He's not a hyperflex. And well, no one really needs Piggy or... Well... If if it was just Pelican, there are teams that could just, just take Pelican. Pelican. Yeah, and so it's the if, problem if of a package, package deal. There's no well, team and, and that needs plus both. It, and if it's going to be a trade going both ways, like Well, yeah, either, I don't know. either just, a trade or just players or just for a, money. A buyout. Yeah. But it's like no team like if it was just Pelican, yeah, I could see teams using just Pelican. But the pro like but if it's Piggy and Pelican, who needs 
because piggy doesn't isn't a hyperflex so you're just going to be getting an off tank yeah. and that's no team is using just an off tank like the outlaws are one of the few teams it's like outlaws and shock are like one of the, are like the two two of the only teams that are like actively rotating their tanks for maps yeah. and so i don't know what the outlaws are even going to find and i mean i hope that they get something worked out for next season because piggy is not a long-term answer at tank and I mean, and this does point to the, the fact that the organization does seem to trust long-term in a Dante Merritt DPS line, which I would as well. I think you may maybe want to bring in another DPS just in case. But I mean, if, I, if, if, if they had a, a, a real main tank player and we were going into Summer Showdown and Pelican wasn't on the team and it was Dante Merritt, I would be comfortable with a Dante Merritt DPS yeah. line. Like so, if, if you had Reiner... If you had Reiner with Dante Pelican, yeah, with Dante Merritt, Lastro, yeah, like that's a solid. Like the outlaws, the outlaws are a sol are are a hyperflex tank away from being a a decent team. I mean, they are a decent team despite like a, the roster limitations. They're just getting lucky. But I think with, if they had that, they would be. I I think they would, you know, be right up there with the rain as a solid third. Yeah. So, I mean, th these rumors. And this report kind of stirred up a good amount of speculation in the community, drove Halo to step away from Overwatch League reporting. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, on that note, I think that's tragic because I like one thing I've noticed recently is there are corners of the Overwatch community that is like really terrible, like really toxic. Oh, yeah. And, and I've noticed that more and more, like even just in, in I'll be playing casual games of Overwatch and get more toxicity in that than even the league, league. of legends i play <laughs> and, and that's that's terrible you know yeah um and i i think you know halo worded things in you know in in some interesting ways and and oh and he often he, like. he often does i mean that was and that's he often does and that's part of it so i i think like the outroar against him as a result of this was a little was it a was a much. little much and, and so i i think you know people need to be nicer like yeah. give people the benefit of the doubt if like i don't think halo intended to come across as no he Dante's was just reporting he was reporting what his sources told him here and so i think you know people need to be more understanding and just be better yeah <laughs> if there's anything we learned from these outlaws rumors is be nice okay come on yeah Speaking uh, of being nice, uh, didn't Uprising have a signing too? They did a couple of weeks ago. It was like like at the beginning of June. I didn't throw it in here because it was literally like two months ago. So they signed Seeker, who is a uh, hit scan player, I believe. Yeah, he's a hit scan player, but he was underage at the time of signing, but he is now of oh, age. Okay. I think his birthday nice. was last week. So he will probably play over Victoria, I would imagine, or maybe they'll split time. But yeah, oh yeah, I, I think we did talk about this. I think we did, we ago. we had already talked. I wasn't sure, but he did become of age, so he is going to be playing Good. now for the team. Uh, but that is all the news. So let's start with probably the most important part of this episode is predictive meta stuff. And I think even before that, though, just quickly, let's they announced the map pool and stuff for Summer Showdown, which honestly. This, this is a terrible image. It's so oh, low res. I haven't looked at this yet. So all of the control maps are now in the map pool. So they, Nepal and Busan are now added in. So all five are up for grabs, which is crazy. Um, and then for 
escort. They removed Route 66 and added Junkertown, which you got. You have to add Junkertown, right? I mean, I feel like that's a necessity. But Gibraltar, Dorado, and Circuit Royale are still in the pool. Obviously, Coliseo, New Queen Street, those are the only two push maps that have to stay in the pool. Uh, but then the other changes are, the biggest one was, was Hybrid. Hybrid changed up, so they added the Rio map. Rio is nice. added, Eichenwald was pulled out. And then the saddest one is King's Row is no longer in the map pool, but Hollywood is now I'm done. in it. Hollywood is Never now in its place. Again. Like, Hollywood's a good map, but I really wish good. we would... But King's Row is the best because map Because it's, it's just everyone. odd that Escort has four maps and Hybrid only has three, because, man, if we had had a map pool of Hollywood, King's Row, Midtown, and the real map, oh, that would have been a nice... That would have been a really good map pool. Nice. Unfortunately, no King's Row. We have Hollywood instead. It's good to see Hollywood back in the map pool. Hollywood's a good map. So currently, I believe the only maps then that will that will have not been in the map pool are Havana and Rialto, uh, and Numbani. So I hope that those have we not seen Rialto at all. No, Rialto, Havana, and Numbani have not been in the map pool. So I would imagine they might get rotated in for playoffs after the full game is released. I would imagine. I'm actually not that sad about um, Havana and. Oh, Rialto. Oh, I was about to be like, Rialto is a classic. No, I like Rialto. But yeah. the other two, it's I, like. I just, I don't imagine that. I think it's just those maps aren't finished yet in the Overwatch 2 build. But come the full release in October, I would imagine we'll see those maps for playoffs. Because typically. Yeah, yeah so they'll get rotated in. I hope King's Row comes back for playoffs, though. I really do. King's Row is oh, just the penultimate. Um, there's nothing really else to that they mentioned that was new other than of course uh summer showdown will be live in toronto we'll go back to some good old some good old quality stuff but okay now meta stuff so uh yiska in tactical crouch uh said that the meta that he said it and then like custa jaws all of them that have seen scrims have said it's Good old Junker Queen, like 90, 80, 90% of the time outside of maps Which, like. For what? those that don't follow it super well, what, who all is in the Junker so, Queen? So um, what it was reported is that it's Junker Queen with Lucio Brig, and then the DPS are Genji and Echo and Sojourner and Ash, like the, the hit scan options and the flex DPS options. And it's kind of just based on if there's a little bit of high ground, the kind of sight lines. It seems like lots of teams are leaning towards Ash because Dynamite and Bob give a lot of utility in fighting this kind of death ball, you know, rush kind of comp, but then Sojourn yeah. is used because those initial headshots off the railgun are really important. And I mean, this is what, you know, Contenders has been running now since the second beta dropped. And it seems like the Overwatch League is doing the same thing, even though the Overwatch League will be running on a different patch than Contenders did, like with the, the shout nerf with the the overhealth decaying over time and then i think the radius or maybe the length of time of the the anti heal effect from her ult is decreased mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like it has any real impact it sounds like the only time that the junker queen comp is not run is on like gibraltar because gibraltar is the penultimate dive map you you can't yeah. really contest high ground uh and then maybe some like if there's high ground involved you might be able you some teams have been probably trying to play Sigma and just kind of poke it down from a distance using Ash and Sigma. But mm. overall, it seems like a lot of just the Junker Queen rush style comp, which 
I'm I I am of the opinion that the community needs to stop using variations of the word goats to describe this comp. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Avast. You're calling it Jotes, and I'm not a fan. Please. It's I mean, it's not goats. Well, like, and everyone's calling it that because it like operates under the similar fashion of high health pools, and everyone just kind of runs into each other. But well, I, and it's very alt dependent. Well, it, it's a it's even more ability dependent. It's Jaws. Uh, was it Jaws? It was Jaws or Custa that was talking about. It's like the the fights don't take as long as goats fights, but they're still really boring to watch and it's like the slightest out of position he and i saw it a few times when i was the few contenders matches i watched you when it when a player dies you don't even see them die they just they're just dead they just vanish vanish into the ether you're like oh, oh where'd the brig go she's just gone <laughs> and well, it's, it seems like this comp is very like the smallest being just the smallest ounce out of position you're just dead which I think is okay because when it comes down to it, it's like Overwatch League players are insanely good. If there's a way to make a comp that like lasts long and can survive as a single ball that's all about coordination, they will find a way to do it. You know? And which <laughs> would we rather have? Would we rather have this Junker Queen comp or double shields well you can't or... run double shield anymore exactly so what, what i'm saying possible. is what i'm saying is this meta comp is better than any of the big overwatch one uh, meta comps outside of like dive i love og dive, OG dive and like dive. just traditional ryan zarya rush um i mean that that's fair and it, we it's if it's only for a stage i don't i won't mind it but i mean yeah. it'll be a nice change of pace and it does seem there i the the comp innately is a little odd like when i was watching it every time i was watching it, i was like what the heck is the point of the genji in this team comp it just it yeah. literally seems like get dragon blade is literally just to pull like abilities out it's not even used to get kills it's literally just a decoy ult and it just yeah. seems like it's a bunch of poking until miraculously someone dies it, it, it's just kind of like you run into each other because uh, I think there there were some fights and I think it was Custa that was describing it. I, they're just they're, they're just fights where it's like both teams you know both teams have rally and beat up and then blades. It's like they push in with the the, the commanding shout. They run into each other and they go and the Genji's blade. Both teams beat. And they back up, and then they rush back in with commanding. They rush back in with commanding shout and rally, and then they back up, and then just like miraculously, someone just it gets eviscerated, and you don't even know why. And it just kind of is repeated. The one thing that I don't understand is why commanding shout and speed boost stack. Um, I don't know if that's intentional or not, but Lucio's speed boost and commanding shout should not stack the speed. Oh, amp. I think they should. That's ridiculous. Because what's the point of having both characters exist if they don't? Well, it allow it would allow you to have more uptime of a speed boost if they didn't stack. Because then you could double, you could speed boost twice in a row. But it's like by stacking now you're just turbo, and you're just running at people. I mean, imagine if Nano Boost oh, yeah. still had a speed boost. You run Lucio, Ana, Reaper, Junker Queen. You Nano the Reaper and double speed boost him in. It would be a super Beyblade. Oh yeah, 
I, I love that. That I would think that's be awesome. that would actually be really funny. That would be the definition of a Beyblade meta. And honestly, oh, I'd yeah. love to see that. <laughs> Ilios ruins. Um, but I digress. So that's the comp that's been run. I don't like everyone calling it goats. I I for one suggest we should call it the Royal Rush. I I like that. And I tried suggesting it on Reddit, and people were like, "No, that's dumb." And I was like, "Okay, screw you too." I'm going to call it Royal Rush because it just sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. We'll, because we'll it's keep it. we'll use it's, it. it's like it's a comp. You don't you the only time you actually give names to comps is when they're going to be like almost 100% pick rate played all the time. And this one sounds like it's going to be it wasn't contender so might as well give it a name and I I refuse to name it anything similar to goats because that's yeah. just unoriginal. And Royal Rush is just fun. It's just a it's a play on the Royal Flush. I like it. That's what and we're I using. Think I think it'll be fun to watch, honestly. And and the thing is, is we, as a community, everyone likes to trash on goats for good reason. But <laughs> but the thing is, is like if goats didn't last like two years or whatever, like I would have loved goat. I I like goats. I think goats is is like on a like psychological level, really cool. Because it's all about, you know, outplaying the opponent and, and uh, you know, tricking them into misusing their abilities so you can take advantage mm-hmm. of, of the situation. And it's it's all about pushing your luck. And so it's like, I, I think skill-wise, it's really fun to watch goats if you know what's going on. Um, if that's all you're watching for like two years straight, it gets old. Yeah. But, Which is why I won't mind this comp being only but, for a stage. It'll be fun yeah. to have going on. But it's fun to have that sort of like thought process again. It's it's a it's a micro game now instead of a macro. Ga- well, it's kind of both. It's a, yeah. uh, but it's like it's going to be harder for DPS to pop off, but they'll still have the opportunity to. And it's like all positioning. And I think that this comp will do what Goats did as well, where it's going to really show the skill gap between some teams. Because in yeah. goats, it was like the bat. When you were bad at goats, you were bad at goats. You just yeah. got rolled. Even if you were okay at goats, the top teams just stomped you. Which is why can we just say if you aren't good at the Junker Queen comp, don't play the Junker Queen comp. <laughs> do what Chengdu like, did. Do the Chengdu thing. Do the the um, London Spitfire <laughs> thing. Play what you can play and and make it work. Make it work because. If you don't, you're you're, you're just gonna, gonna get rolled. Suffer. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for this comp. Hopefully, it will be fun to watch. But the fact that we know with basically 100% surety that this is going to be 80, 90% pick rate out of side of certain circumstances, we can basically craft some predictive power rankings based off of just that. Uh, and I say we we go about doing that because this could be interesting. Because now, because since we have the the information that teams are going to be needing to run this basically double main support Junker Queen, Ash Sojourn, and then Echo Genji, we can look at teams and be like, okay, do they do they have to what you know? Can they fit these positions? Uh, so I we've split our power rankings into two regions, but we just base the oh orders. Oh my goodness! I I opened up my power rankings, and. Every time I click on a team, it duplicates them. Oh, boy. There are 50 Florida Mayhems. Oh, my goodness. The world isn't ready for 50-someones. 
Oh, now it's working. Okay. So we that just we weird. we split the regions and we just put them in the order that they were, in, you know, based on the region in the full rankings. Uh, so I mean, when we look at the rankings overall, I mean, they're not. There aren't a whole lot of changes that could be made. I mean, Gladiators are still the number one team. However, yeah. when I look at the league as the whole, Gladiators are the only team that I look at and I'm like, no, they 100% fill all the gaps. They literally don't have anybody that's off-rolling. They, the Gladiators are the definition of a meta-proof team because do they have Lucio Brig, a funny Astro skewed, arguably the best Lucio Brig duo in the league. Do they have a Hyperflex tank? Reiner, arguably one of the best tanks in the league. Do they have a Sojourn Ash player? Well, they have Patapon and Ons. Do they have a Genji Echo player? Well, they got Kevster. Done. Yeah, they're good. I don't... I, they have nobody off-rolling. And that's... Because literally you go to the next team, you've got Shock. You're like, how's Finn's break? <laughs> like you literally that. just you go down one team to the second best team in the world and you go how's finn's brig <laughs> because it's like finn's gonna have to play brig and now it's like then kilo you you have like the dps line i'm not worried about i am interested who's going to play junker queen is it going to be kaluge or is it going to be mikey i would guess kaluge. i think it's going to be kaluge um uh, probably playing it full time because then they have the option to swap to diva and they have the option to swap to sigma and to winston i think it gives them the most options because i don't imagine we'll see a whole well, load of ball and i wouldn't be surprised if one of the reasons why we've been seeing so much mikey is because kalush has been grinding, grinding the junker the queen? queen maybe uh, i don't know but then the question is do we think glads are just a mile above shock though because i don't I don't know how well Shock will perform in this meta, whereas, I mean, I'm sure they'll be fine, but Glads are just, like, the only team in the league that, like, there's no question marks. No one's on, no one's off-rolling, yeah. there's, like, no worries, and they're among the, I, I don't, like, I don't think you could put a tier break there, but I think that if there was, like, a half, if there was can. a half tier break, I think there would be one that would go there. Honestly. I mean, Shock don't lose regular season games. True. So we won't really know until play playoffs. Well, Shock and Glads I mean, play each other. Shock I mean, and Glads play each other this stage, which yeah, I which think shock, well, I think there was a tweet. Wins. I think there was a tweet put out which the 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 Shock can break the all-time regular season match win uh match win uh streak. They can take it from 2019 Titans and the match that either has them tied or breaks the tiebreaker is the Glads match. Oh, dang. So that match actually has some stakes other than just Shock being undefeated. They have an all-time record on the I line. I wouldn't be surprised if, just because that's the way things go, if, like, the week before that match, they lose it. They lose. And then they win the Glad. They, like, lose to the Mayhem or something stupid like that. And, and, they do and the then they beat the Glads. Oh, and no. then they beat the Glads. They, oh, that's so funny. Pain. All right, so Glad Shock, so Glad Shock are still 1-2. They just have such good players. There's nothing to really yeah. say otherwise. But it's when we get into this middle bit that we start really having those comp things. We can really look at the comps and look at the off-rolls. Like, starting with the, the Atlanta Reign, they're not... They're, the, a, the first thing is they can't play Venom Tracer. So it's going to be Kai Nero until Speedily comes of age on the 26th. And Reign play three of their games before Speedily comes of age. If we're rating Reign based on Speedily, I think there's still three. If we're rating Rain based on Nero, I think it's a little more dodgy, especially because 
Ultraviolet is not going to be able to play Ana anymore. And honestly, Ultraviolet's Ana has been kind of a linchpin for this team. Yeah, I feel like one of the problems with the rain is they're so dependent on on certain players being able to pop off. Well, a lot Namely, of teams are, like, but well, yeah, but but with Atlanta rain, it happens to be you know Kai popping off on the Sojourn, Ultraviolet popping off on the Ana, um, and I feel like with the Junker Queen meta being what it is, I don't think that Sojourn plays the same role as she has in previous comps. Yeah, and so I don't think Kai is going to be quite it's, as dominant. It, it's harder for her and to build up the charge, but I, I feel it's like, like it's a lot more about team like team coordination, and I don't feel like the rain have as good of coordination as some of the other. Yeah, teams. Uh, the biggest thing for me though is just like because Kai is still going to be able to play a Sojourn, but it's like they're not going to be able to have Venom. They, it's not a Tracer meta, so they're not going to be able to play Tracer. So Nero's going to have to be in. And it's like I'm not saying Nero's bad, but he's definitely probably but the he's fifth. He's probably like great, the yeah. fifth best flex DPS in NA behind proper Kevster, Pelican, Sparkle. Maybe even maybe even below Checkmate. So it's like you, when you have to lose, and it's like Nero is just there till Speedily comes of age. And when Speedily comes of age, well then yeah, they're fine. But it's in these yeah. first two weeks when he's not in, and then they're having to adjust to Ultraviolet on the Brig. I think they lose some of their strength there. And and then but then you look at the outlaws and the only issue for the outlaws is okay is Iris okay at Brig but Iris's Ana isn't a linchpin to the team like Ultraviolet's Ana is so having yeah. Iris go over to Brig doesn't hurt as much as Ultraviolet having to go over to the Brig is it going to be piggy on the now see that's the question Dante? you would imagine it's Dante because Junker Queen plays more like a DPS than like a tank right like she doesn't. She's just another tank, and she's just a big DPS, and she plays more like a Doomfist and a Tracer and a Soldier that just kind of runs forward with the team than like a Sigma or a Diva. I mean, she kind of plays like a Zarya, I would guess, other yeah. than like the Bubbles. But surely they're having Dante play Junker Queen. I, I, if if Piggy comes out on Junker Queen, I'm gonna be really confused. Well, I think. The thing is, is this shows the issue with the outlaws right now is the fact that, you know, new tank character comes out and we look at the, yeah, the, the tank and yeah, we're like, oh, yeah, this is a Dante. Character. This is a Dante like, character. No, that that's not. Well, I, like if name another team that we think like has oh, their DPS player gonna... playing over the yeah, tank. No one. There's way, no other team. Uh, yeah, and and not just playing over their tank, but like consistently for the entire season. And that's why I'm gonna Dante be. I, I do think the outlaws just need to lean into it though, because I, if if Junker Queen is such a high pick rate, then might as well just play Dante on it. And, yeah. and it's like if you go to Gibraltar, then you play Piggy on Winston. But it's like if you don't have to, if you don't have to play Winston, just put Dante on the Junker Queen. I think that's gonna be the best option for them, because like. If Dante is the one playing the Junker Queen, I have no worries about the Outlaws because yeah, and Iris I think they look stronger is, than the Rain. Iris is a good player case. and is going to be able to pick up the Brig just fine. Lastro's Lucio has been good, and I mean Pelican literally gets to play his best heroes in Genji Echo and doesn't have to worry about Tracer. He specifically said he doesn't like playing Tracer, and then Merit just gets to keep playing Sojourn. Like yeah. the Outlaws are literally going from a meta that was super good for them to a meta that's probably even better for them. Yeah, and and I think over the first couple weeks at least until speedily comes of age outlaws is stronger than the rain right now 
which is probably against what a lot of the community might think. They might call yeah. us crazy after what the Rangers did in the playoff bracket, but it's like when you yeah. lose Ultraviolet's Ana and you're not able to play Venom Tracer, Outlaws just beat you in that matchup because they weren't. Iris' yeah. Ana wasn't a lint, wasn't as important of a factor to the team as Ultraviolet was. But, but then, by the time the tournament comes, I think oh, teams the rain figured, will Yeah, be by the time yeah. the tournament comes and Speedily's playing, no, Rain will be competing with Shock. Like yeah. Speedily is a, a freak from what has been talked about and what has been shown. Uh, but then, like Outlaws, Rain are clear are a clear three four. Like, but when we get to five through eight, things get a little weird because I'm looking at your Spitfire team and I'm looking at a Junker Queen comp and I'm going. Okay, Backbone's to gonna me. have listen to play to Genji. No, 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 he doesn't. Yeah. Listen here, listen here. You go Junker Queen, Lucio. Okay, yeah, yeah. Brig. Mm-hmm. May. Play the Ash. May instead of the Genji you go or May the Echo. Sojourn. Yeah. I think it could work. And if they play that comp, I think they stay fifth. But the problem is they have to play that comp and it actually has to work. Yeah, but, but why wouldn't it? Because that's not how that comp works. Because the Junker Queen comp isn't about isolating people like the well, Rhine Rush was. But it, it And it's it like, good luck walling a double speed boosted team comp. But the big issue, the big thing is, is what, does, what does Genji bring? I, from what it, why, from why what it sounds needed? like genji is needed genji is used for the 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 poke specifically because of his shurikens at close range and at long range and then dragon blade is super useful for pulling out ults because blizzard if you have double speed boost you're not gonna hit anyone with a blizzard you're just not everyone's just gone it's a zoning ult you don't need it you're just gonna run around it <laughs> or you wait until they engage on you using their speed boost and then you throw out the um the blizzard i i just i don't i i don't know that the may is has as much utility as the genji because genji is able to jump around and obviously do all of that and may all of her damage is coming from hitting right clicks in the head share like her body shot potential isn't as high as genji's because genji has the triple shuriken and then the dash and then Mm -hmm. a dash again and more triple shurikens whereas may I feel like she doesn't fire as fast as she needs to. And she has an ice block, but that at that point, if, you're, if your May goes into ice block, well, now the enemy team, you're down a player for a couple seconds, and then someone else is going to die. I, I think that's like Genji has more uptime because he doesn't, and like a, uh, an ability, does, he doesn't get taken out of the fight for a couple seconds to reheal. He just is in the fight and can just kind of jump and do all of the stuff. I, I, that is London's best play because if, if Backbone's trying to play Genji and Echo, oh no, <laughs> oh no. I, I think no matter what, I, I think they'll what? find a way to play around it, and I think they'll stay because uh, what, what team, what team goes above them? Though? Florida. You think Florida goes? Yeah, above Yeah, right I now? definitely think Florida goes above them because I mean, Checkmate's gonna be able to play Genji Echo. And yeah, XE so has been him. XE's been looking great. XE's XE. His safe sand's gonna be fine. And someone's a hyperflex. I don't have any worries of him picking up the Junker Queen. And then they'll have Ono. I don't think he'll be great at Junker Queen. I, I think, think he'll, he'll be probably be, be a... better than Hottie. 
But I think Poco is going to be playing the Junker Queen. If I'm being completely honest, I don't. Yeah, see, I think it's going to be. Poco. I don't think. It, see, the problem is, is that Florida Mayhem's DPS line stacks up better than London's because XE and Sparker are probably Sparker's maybe slightly better, but Backbone is miles below Checkmate on the Flex DPS outside of May. That's it. Which May can be easily outflanked by an Echo, and then it's yeah. like Onimo and Admiral. Okay, about the same, but then it's like. Sir Majed or RuPaul versus Landon on Brig. I have no I mean, idea how Sir Landon... Sir Majed has good... Like, he has high moments, but he also has It'll some, probably like, be RuPaul. It's pro if we're loads. being honest, it's probably going to be RuPaul on the Brig because yeah. he doesn't feed as much. I just think the Mayhem have more to them because someone... But I think they have less team coordination, and that's that's the thing that... That's Spitfire's strength, is their team coordination, and this comp is about coordination. It's not necessarily about, like, individual players popping off more than other teams' individual players. It's about the team engaging properly and outplaying the other team. Mm -hmm. That that like that's the whole defining thing about it. It's this just comp, the right? this, it's, this it's using abilities right. And Florida Mayhem, you can't say that Florida Mayhem is a more coordinated team than London Spitfire. No, I say Spitfire are probably a more well coached team. The problem is that the this 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 Royal Rush comp doesn't play the same as the Rhine Rush comp, and I think I had mentioned that before because the Rhine Rush was all about using walls and splitting off one player and running at them. Whereas this Junker Queen comp is about r just two teams running into each other, and it's all about yeah, positioning. Yeah, the, the and thing stuff. about Spitfire is even when they play other comps, they still look strong when they're able to play things that are all about. That's true. Well, they were leveling so up even on, on the like, other comps, like on dives. Even they were looking pretty good on dives and stuff like that. And I, so I think I think what this comes down to is if they're able to find a way where Backbone isn't the definition of a bottleneck for this team, because if they cannot find a comp, yeah. if if Backbone has to play Genji Sojourn, they're gonna get exposed. He's going yeah. to get exposed. I mean, he already has gotten exposed, but it's going to yeah. be a problem because they're going, they're just not going to be able to get the same value out of their flex DPS as the other mid table teams because, and it's like checkmate versus backbone checkmate wins that sparkle versus sparkle versus backbone. Yeah. Sparkle wins that 10 times out of 10. Yeah. So but I, I think Spitfire have shown this season that if, if a comp isn't looking good that they're running they won't run it yeah so i'm hoping that the spitfire so, are able to find a comp that works for them yeah so i, think, I don't think ryan is playable into no I, I don't believe that hottie gets much play time at all unless they go to gibraltar and, and winston is played i yeah. imagine it'll be a lot of poke poco is probably the one that's been playing sigma and landon's probably been working on his brig Unfortunately, Shax is probably going to get zero playtime. He's probably going to be prevented this stage because Tracer is just not. This is yeah. Tracer will do nothing in this team comp. So are you kidding me? Yeah. So really, Shax doesn't have anything. No. For this so match. I think the, he'll be less useful than Backbone. Yeah. I so I think the Spit. How well the Spitfire do really comes down to if they're able to find a comp that re doesn't require them to have Backbone play genji and echo because if if that's the only comp that works then they're they're gonna be in trouble and they would probably be at the bottom of this middle group because and maybe they could be above defiant but even then it's like that is what would worry me but well I will, i'll give we'll give them the benefit of the doubt in which case i think mayhem probably can stay where they are i think mayhem are better than fuel and defiant uh yeah and then see the problem with fuel is that like yeah sparkle's gonna be able to play genji and echo again so yeah 
go go sparkle do sparkle things but then the rest of the team still has the exact same problems i don't yeah. i would imagine hanbin is the one that's probably picking up the junker queen if i had to guess because uh, I would say Hanbin's probably more mechanically skilled than Fearless is in terms of like aim, but I mean Fearless has been okay. Yeah. So I would imagine it's Hanbin playing it. I'm interested in how Fielder plays Brig. He's a good player, so I don't imagine he'll have problems. But their hit scan problem still exists. <laughs> yeah. Uh Gurio, buddy. I mean, luckily this doesn't seem like it's. Hitscan isn't going to have as much of an impact as it has in the past, but having a non-existent hitscan is still going to hurt you. Yeah, that's true. And so the question is, do we think Toronto are going to be above fuel? Because what worries I me... I don't think so. What worries me about Toronto is the same thing that worries me about Rain. Their best player on the team is Twilight playing Ana, but now he's going to be stuck in Brig Jail. Exactly. So I, I think Defiance kind of stuck in a worse position than... Fuel than the fuel because i think fuel have players that can pop off on these characters like i mean sparkle on genji alone sparkle on genji alone could win you a match yeah i think yeah so i i think defiant are gonna stay under okay we're not really changing these power rankings much are we huh no but but we're discussing (laughs) we're discussing so now we go into the garbage tier here we go i think uprising still to stay at the top of this bottom tier especially with the signing of seeker having seeker in there to play the hit scan um yeah, i mean he plays that. tracer as well but as we said tracer's not going to be played uh i worry a little bit about valentine i think valentine stacks up well to the rest of the bottom tier but when i don't think valentine stacks up well really at all against mid-table teams yeah uh and that worries me a bit i don't have i i think punk will pick up junker queen just fine uh and the question of will it be crimzo or mcd that plays brig i would imagine they'd want crimzo playing yeah, it because just, mcd really only be mcd's really only been playing when it's all has been in and if we some reason see it's all playing the junker queen i'm gonna be like what are they smoking over there so yeah. i would imagine uprising will just play the same way they have except they'll probably do seeker valentine instead of victoria valentine but other than that, their team will probably largely stay the same. Uh, yeah. And now we have this enigma that is the Washington Justice. Um, and what's interesting is we're going into a meta in which Decay may be perma-benched. What a universe. Yeah. I, I imagine it's going to be Happy Assassin most of the time. I, Although they like to pull out Happy, like put Happy on the bench at random points. So I, I think Decay will get playtime just well, no, when the but coaches if, if Decay, decide to If Decay gets playtime, he'd get it over Assassin and they'd put Decay on the, the, the Genji and the Echo. Logically, yes, but they like if to they, put if Happy they, on if the they bench. bench. If at any point in this meta, Justice bench Happy, I'm going to be like, oh, oh. Has Happy... Has there been a single match this season that Happy's played the entire way, especially when it matters? Um, I think so. And it's when but, ha- when Happy is in for the whole time, Decay pops off on a map, and then they pull him out. It's usually like one or the other. Whichever one of them pops off in map four, the, that one gets pulled out for map five, and then they lose. Yeah, so, so I think Justice will keep with that theme. <laughs> and just, if any time one of their dps's starts popping, popping off, off they'll pull them out in crunch time like, of course of course um their backline's kind of interesting because like opener will play lucio but then it's like i don't know will it be krillin or vigilante playing brig i yeah, don't I'm not know. sure 
Mag is definitely going to be the one that's playing the Junker Queen, which... Oh boy, here we go. I don't know. It's Justice... I don't... I mean, there's a universe in which they beat everybody, and then there's this universe where they're worse than all but three teams in NA. Yeah, I just... The thing about the Justice is you just can't rely on them. And so it's like, skill-wise, like... I don't know. They they could pop off. They could be they could. upper middle tier. But they're not. But I'm not going to bet on that. I'm no. not going to move them up this tier list because uh, no, they're they haven't right where it. they are. Now, we get to these bottom three teams. Um, Paris is still dead last, right? Yeah. Surely. Uh, I mean, you could, you could make an argument that Excel could go last because it's like we don't know how they are without a coach, but honestly, if I'm being honest, I think they might be better. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll be an upgrade. For I, the think Excel, be, I think they'll be better, really... but I think then it comes to the question of, and, and we were comparing these two directly earlier, do we think Titans could beat Excelsior? I don't know. I feel like it could be close, because, I mean, Titans went to five against Justice. Yeah, I mean, right now, I think... Because what mean, worries Titans are still winless, right? Yeah, they're still winless. So it's like, but what so it's worries, hard to put them up the tier what, list. What worries but... me about this New York team is what the heck is this backline gonna do? Yeah, because Gangnam Jin's Lucio has been not it, and now you're gonna take Myungbong and also put him on a main support. Their backline's just screwed. I mean, unless 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 Ho Won has been grinding the brig. I this New York backline is gonna. I'm worried about this backline. Whereas Titans at least have Masa, who is actually a Lucio player, and then yeah. Skyripa Aztec. I'm sure one of them can pick up the brig. So yeah, I, I Titans. I'm, I think Titans probably actually be able to beat Excelsior I think if they, they do play. Too. And, and I I think you know by the end of the season, Excel might figure their crap out. You know, maybe I, we've been I think... saying that all season. Yeah, and, and it's still true. It, it's always going to be true, you know. Like, We're halfway they could through the season. The they could flip the switch, but until that gets switched, and, and until we know for sure, and and you know, getting rid of their coach could have been that. that could switch. be it. Could be the. But, spark. but we don't know. Yeah, we don't and know. so so I think as of right now, Vancouver look more promising going into the next. And Vancouver, they play Paris this week. So hey. Get that, so get don't that. screw it up, do, Vancouver. Do they play New York this stage? I feel like they do. I have no idea. I haven't uh, looked. I don't know. We'll find out. So, I mean, okay, so our NA power rankings are effectively the same, except we just flipped Houston, Atlanta, and Titans Excelsior. All right. And I think uh, just because of time, we should talk about the East next week when we're prepping their first week of matches. I mean, I don't think they change much at all anyways. I don't think they do at all. I will just say though, when I when I saw, just looking at the power rankings here, I when I saw the when I saw that the like the the guarantee that the meta was going to be what it was, I looked at the hunters and went, wow, they they keep getting away with it, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> uh, they just, the hunt the APAC just keeps getting the hunters just keep getting away with having just only having leave Jinmu, don't they? So yeah, we'll leave we'll leave APAC for next week when we actually you know their matches are coming up because we have a lot of NA matches to get to Predding, uh, all of them. We I are think Predding. Most of these we should be able to be pretty. Quick I on. I yeah I think we might have some splits. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, yeah. All right, I, so I think we will have pulling some. up a match one to start us off on Thursday. Oh, I feel like we well, were just talking about this team's London Spitfire. 
Florida mayhem. Um, London, Florida. Yeah, because I what's what's interesting here is that these are like if there were two teams that would pull out wacky stuff week one, it'd be these two. Because, I mean, you remember what happened to Florida week one last time? They threw out some illegal maneuvers and were playing Roadhog and Gibraltar. Not yeah. to say that it worked, but they still pulled out Roadhog and Gibraltar. And London and- just came out playing Reinhardt, and everyone's like, oh, what's happening? So it's really going to be Gunba versus Christopher. Who's going to win the, the matchup? And if it comes down to everyone's just playing a Junker Queen Mira, yeah, London's going to lose that just because Checkmate isn't going to... I mean, Checkmate's going to be better than Backbone. So yeah. if London wins its match, it's because they're going to find a niche way to play either the, 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 the Royal Rush comp or they're going to play a different comp. And if Florida yeah. wins it, it's either going to be because they came up with a more creative strategy or London just got unlucky and Backbone has to play Flex DPS. Yeah. I think it'll all, like, match one will be able to tell how it goes based off of what Backbone is playing. If yeah. it's Gunji... It's I, over. I'm gonna, I'm map gonna cry. One. <laughs> map one. Map one. They bring Wrap out Genji and Pack I'm your like, bags. Oh, no. We're out of here. So this one is under, we're understandably split. <laughs> people are getting but mad at my in. Genji, but some people in this league. I mean, I don't mean to name names, but Backbone. <laughs> <laughs> that clip, I love it so that's much. So, good. so that's a yeah, good match so to open the week. Match one, we uh, split. Match two, okay. Houston, this, yeah. Even though this could be Houstonable, it shouldn't. Like this, Outlaw should have no, known. The, and- it's like the only reason they lose this is if they come waltzing out with Piggy on the Junker Queen, and even then, I think they probably will still be okay. Yeah, I think even then they win. It just probably won't be as convincing. Yeah. Uh, but that's a pretty easy Outlaws will take that one. Next match, uh, I think this is also Ooh, a pretty close easy one. Yeah. N- no. I'm just- <laughs> the meta proof the meta proof three consecutive stage titles versus the Dallas Fuel. <laughs> uh Dallas. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, oh. Gladiators win that one. Next one. Yeah. This one could be fun to watch. Just to I see how be I, Atlanta. This but one I bet Boston takes at least one match. I think this one could be fun because it'll be interesting to see if Boston is leveled up at all and to see how Seeker fits in if he's playing it and just how well like Punk is playing the junker queen but then also to see how atlanta runs with not having ultraviolet playing anna having nero back in and atlanta takes it but i mean didn't and i think out of the games on friday that one's gonna be the closest i don't know i'm looking at that next game uh justice shock i feel like this i have a feeling that this is gonna be closer than it has any right to be shock wins it but for some yeah. reason i feel like this is going to five i could see it I'm like, I don't want it. I'm too. looking at this this wash this justice shot game, and I'm going, please don't just just no. Okay, I'll rephrase it. I hope that the Boston Atlanta game is the closest. I hope it's Although, the I don't know. Vancouver Toronto could even the be next cool one. Too. I forgot. Yeah. So Vancouver Toronto, I think Toronto's like win it because it's like t- Titans haven't done anything to justify them being like better than defiant i i think yeah. defiant will have to work through some of their issues because i imagine it'll be although playing over and over he's i mean over finale and although hasn't been like the strongest player that they've had and i don't i think muse will probably be able to pick up the junker queen just fine but their backline will be interesting not having twilight on anna like i'm sure twilight will play brig just fine but his anna was literally the best player on their team like 90 percent of the time so not I imagine having... uh, Vancouver should take a map though. They should. 
they shouldn't get 3-0'd here. And if they do get 3-0'd, well, I'll be like, oh, well, that's a little worrying. So, you know, Vancouver should take a map. London, Boston. See, this one will be interesting if it's a if it has to be Junker Queen. And that's what's interesting yeah. here is that if the Mayhem Spitfire match goes in the way where it's just Junker Queen, like Genji Echo Mirror the whole time, and London get trounced, I'll come into this Boston game going, uh-oh, London. And especially if, yeah. London, if Boston looks good against Atlanta, I'll be like, uh-oh, London, uh-oh. <laughs> I think if Mayhem stomp London on Thursday... Boston take Boston it in a close series on Saturday. London. If London is at least competitive with Mayhem, I think they beat Boston pretty handily. Yeah, I, so I, I'm trying to decide which narrative I because I mean I predicted the Mayhem match off the narrative that it's a, it's a Junker Queen mirror the whole time and that Backbone's having to play flex DPS. So I guess if I'm running off of that narrative, then I sh will pred Boston because I'm going I, with that side of it. Not because I, I yeah, but, so like I, yeah. I'm just going with my my idea of I think they're gonna have to have, you know, backbone play Genji, and I don't think they're gonna. So I'll go with Boston. Not, I'm keeping London. Yeah, it's like I think if if there is if if London come out against Mayhem and they're able to play their own style and Backbone isn't having to play Flex DPS, then they beat Boston. But just for yeah. the sake of consistency off of my Preds, I will Pred Boston yeah. just for, you know, consistency's sake. Um, so we'll we'll go with that. All right, next game. Justice Paris. Do you Gosh, do it? Damn it. Do you do it? <laughs> Dang it! Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. oh man. See, there, Paris should the not... Two teams you never want to... Paris should not... Paris... My camera's doing fun things again. Um, Paris should not win this game. I'm going to... Like, Paris shouldn't win it. I'm going to... I'm just going to say it now. Paris shouldn't win this game. They're, they shouldn't. They should not win this game. They, they should not. They shouldn't. But they're playing the freaking Washington Justice. But to be fair, the Justice haven't lost. Like, had they lost this t to the Titans, yeah, I'd be Fred in Paris right now because I'd be like, yeah. they literally, are you kidding me? But because Washington were able to beat Titans, I think that should give them at least consistency over the worst teams in the world. Good job, Washington. I think you're better you than the, the worst, worst of the worst. I still <laughs> think you're hot trash, but you're better than steaming hot trash. So I will put yeah. the justice here only because I don't think they're steaming hot trash. I think they're just hot trash. <laughs> oh, man, you just predated the justice. Yeah. That means they're going to lose. That means they're going to lose. <laughs> Honestly, I need them to. I need, I need them to. But Paris, I just don't. I'm like this Paris team. I'm like... Wub Dove might be okay, but like, how is Vistola gonna look on Junker Queen? It's the backline that worries me the most. Like, yeah, Dredro Khan. Like, Dredro will play Lucio, but the problem but is, Khan... is that Khan Khan's strength and Paris Eternal strength came off of him randomly, like fragging on Zen. But the problem mm -hmm. was. Khan on Zen had a similar issue to Sir Majed, where it was like. Their mechanics were cracked, but their brain was not. And unfortunately yeah. for them, Brig is not a mechanically cracked hero. 
It is a mentally no. cracked hero. And if you have a monkey yeah. brain, you will have a monkey brig. And that worries me for Paris. Uh, so, and I think Happy just beats Dove. It should. Uh, Happy, out of all the things on the Justice, Happy at least is consistent. Yeah. They just pull when him he, out. Uh, when yeah, he's actually in. When he's in. <laughs> you know, when he's in. So, Justice should take this one. Uh, knowing them, it'll go to five, though. It'll yeah. go to five last round. What say you, though? Who are you predding? Uh, justice. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm tempted when you predded Justice to pred to Paris. To pred Paris because, out of the spite pred. <laughs> just because Washington hates you. Um, but, no, I can't pred Paris until they prove. But they've never, they have yet to prove anything. They have one win, and yeah. it's over <laughs> Vancouver. <laughs> over Vancouver isn't yeah, it? and it was... Yeah, and it was early season Vancouver yeah. before they started All right, now for... Oh, this is a sad... This one's going to be a banger. This should be uh, good. As long as Outlaws do their normal thing, this should be good. But, I mean, there's no... Now, to be... I'm not, I'm not going to pred Outlaws here. I think Glad's take this, and I think you agree with me. Right? I think... There's, I mean, I... So, I will go off on my, my hot take that... after your pred. So... I... I'm I'm really tempted to, and I think I might. Who do Glad's pred outlaws just because the gladiators they they are the best team in the world, but they are notoriously slow meta, at starting with metas, and they are victorious. I mean, notoriously slow. Yes, and and I think this comp, if Dante's playing um, Junker Queen, playing Junker Queen, this is a very good outlaws comp. And it's not a bad gladiators comp, but I think it's I think a really the, good. I think the comp. glads backline clears Lastro Iris by like a mile. Uh, the DPS, I don't the DPS lines enough. will be close, and the tank lines will be close. And I mean, that could be enough. Having an experienced brig player versus an inexperienced brig player could make a real big yeah. difference in this meta. So, so uh, who are you predding? I'm gonna pred the outlaws. Really? Okay, so. I actually, I will defend your pred. I, Cause I mean, I'm picking glads because they're the best team in the world. However, yeah. the outlaws every season are known to have this, just a random win over the, like the best team in the world. Last season, it was when they beat shock week one season three. I think they like randomly took a match off of like glads or something throughout 2019. They had the famous, they went zero and seven and then proceeded to beat the defending stage champion shock out of just nowhere and then in 2018 they were just randomly beating london like all of the time so outlaws do have a have a storied history of randomly coming out and beating a team they shouldn't beat but yeah, every time the outlaws have played the glads this season it has been a 3-0 yikes the outlaws that's have crazy. not taken a map off glads even when it was close it was still a 3-0 like think about it. even in their closest match it was still a 3-0 i'm still i'm still going with the outlaws i appreciate they're, they're gonna, i appreciate you beautiful. supporting the outlaws but it's the just one like, time you don't pred the outlaws i, I feel like i'm being real gonna... like if i predded outlaws here it looked like i'm just snuffing some hopium right now and i don't yeah. think it's a reasonable it a hopium snuff i'm pretty sure if you predded outlaws they wouldn't win like if the but outlaws were playing, if the outlaws were playing shock i would be tempted to pick the outlaws because the shock also have like their brig question and, and that sort of thing but i mean the glads literally have a comp like a team made for every comp in existence 
So, yeah. and it's like the outlaws will have both of their supports flexing to off rolls, whereas glads literally have supports who main those heroes. And yeah, I think glads are probably going to win, but I have a good feeling. That, All right, that, well, that's mostly what I'm going off of. Just so this, basically, this, this, nice this in the stomach. This pred will make up for the fact that I'm predding Boston over London, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Yeah. Got it. All right. So okay, next match. Here easy we go. Vancouver gets their win. What's funny? You know what's funny? On the pickums, this is the double points match for the week. <laughs> oh man, that hurts. Vancouver parrot man. We this we've had this match circled. It has been circled since week one, or since the the Titans were just since losing. The last time they it played, was I think yeah. it was Bren on Plat Chat. He was like August fourteenth. Titans fans. Get get ready. Here it is. Here's your win. It would honestly be so funny though if Titans just beat Defiant earlier in the week. But no, Titans. Funny. If Titans float yeah, this I up, then I'm I've lost. If they lose this match, I I lose all hope for them. I mean, yeah. Unless Paris looks really good against the Justice. If for some oh, reason, see the problem is the is Justice. if they beat the Justice, I feel like that's more on the Justice than on Paris. It is, but <laughs> it shows that the Paris can beat people true and yeah all right i this uh, honestly unironically could be the bang the most banger match of the week but i feel like this match is going to be the match where we go oh no we have to watch this comp for five for four weeks oh <laughs> no it was like in 2019 when you had to watch two terrible when you had to watch like florida mayhem you had to watch yeah. like florida mayhem and like uh the boston uprising play each other in a goat's mirror and you're like please make it stop <laughs> Yeah, good goats is fun, but bad low, goats low no. Goats. So I yeah, this no. this 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 stage is gonna be the same way. Good good royal rush is gonna look great. Bad royal rush mirror, you're gonna be like make Which it stop. Why bad teams should just opt out of it. Play ah man, ball or something. All right, Florida Mayhem, San Francisco Shock. Yeah, no Shock wins this. Yeah, I think it should be. Uh, a pretty solid Shock, one take that. Easy. Now, this next yeah. game, Fuel NYXL. Now, see, this one's interesting because last time they played, it went to five. And unlike the Outlaws, the Outlaws are a genuinely good team, and we're like, have faith in them. Dallas Fuel, on the other hand, I don't know what I think of this team. I'm not ready to pred XL. I'm not either, but I feel like and they're... So I'm going to go Fuel, but I think it'll be close. If Fuel lose this, it wouldn't surprise me. And honestly, it would like be fitting a little bit. Like If Fuel lose this, yeah. then it really will kind of cement the idea that Fuel is not what they once were at all and just genuinely have some internal problems that really are... They're just not a 5v5 team. I think them and the Dragons is, like, are the two teams. It's like they are just living in the past, trying yeah. to make things work. And to close out the week, Toronto Defiant, Atlanta Reign, two teams that I mentioned I think will have similar growing pains of having their arguably their best player having to off-roll in Ultraviolet and yeah. Twilight. Uh, Which I think Atlanta will be able oh, to. I, Atlanta will win it because as a team, they're just way better. Uh, it's like Nero is better than Aldo or Finale, and Kai and Hisu are probably evenly matched if they're both, like, if Hisu's playing at a high level. But I, but think... I feel like Kai's a little more consistent. Kai is more consistent, and Hawk, I think, is just way is much better than Muses. Uh, Yeah. So Atlanta should take that. So you know, such is such is how it is. Now, what I didn't do, and I forgot to do, and I'm going to take a moment to look 
I don't know where we stand preds wise in terms of records coming in this week. I don't know why I didn't I have no idea. Let me let me let me let me search I hope that I have it up to date on the most recent document. Um I know that we were tied at one point. Yeah, going into the uh mid season, I think. Prediction records. Oh, I do not think this is updated. No. So I mean this is as of this is not including, I think, the final week of midseason madness. So I'll have updated records for next week. But as of the third week, no, as of going into the fourth week of the midseason madness, I'm up by two. 35 to 14 yeah. compared to 33 to 16. And I think it was because I had some like wacky preds. I think I had predded Dallas over London and you had, you had predded the Spitfire to beat the Yeah, field. yeah. Um, so I'll get the pred. Like I'll get the the preds fixed. Uh, I think we might be tied because I think I may have had an outlaws pred in there somewhere. Yeah, I'm or not sure. I don't know. Any, I think you're still up a little bit. But I we'll may have be to up by a match or two, but this week the matches that we are different on, we're different on three matches. Two of them will probably cancel out because I don't imagine the outlaws are beating the glads. But if 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 it goes into a Junker Queen, queen Mirror, I could jump up by three. <laughs> nah, it's there's, not gonna happen. There's a universe in which I jump up by three by three correct predictions this week. If if London, Boston, and of course and you're Glads thinking win. that because you're the ones that you're the one that predicted them. I'm pretty sure I'm going up three. You will probably week. most what will most likely happen is you'll go up by one. I think London, the, what most likely will happen is London will win their two matches and the Outlaws will lose theirs and you'll go up by one. You're ignoring my beautiful, happy feeling about Houston, though. It's I'm being realistic here. I don't, I just do not, I like, I love my Outlaws, but the Glads are the best team in the world and even when they start slow, they're better than the Outlaws. Oh, you heard it here. Because the problem First. is, the problem is, is that the Outlaws clutch out wins when like Merit and Pelican are able to like go sicko mode, but unfortunately this is not a meta where DPS are able to go as crazy, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be yeah. more on the it's gonna be on like positional play, backline play, and the problem is the Glads have an experienced backline that have played these heroes for a while. Outlaws do not. It'll be interesting to watch. Should still be a good game though. This week yeah. I I'm excited for this week just to see all of these like games to see all of the teams play again i've been starved for content um i think the two-week break was good kind of don't feel burnt out anymore we're just kind of ready i'm ready to see nothing but junker queen played for the next month oh yeah oh yeah junker queen uh and with that uh enjoy the matches this week and hope hope you don't hope you don't lose your brains if justice decide to keel over dead and we have to watch bottom tier dumpster teams play junker queen mirror (laughs) may god have mercy on our souls (laughs) (laughs) we'll catch you all next week take care